Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, we are going to continue the 2022 Locked On Titans training camp preview today as we dive into the front seven, what I would call the strength of the Tennessee Titans. We're going to go through the interior defensive line, the edge rushers, the linebackers, and I'm going to tell you who I think the roster locks are, the guys who are on the roster bubble, and guys who I think are a long shot to make the 53-man roster. Diving into the Titans' front seven on today's Locked on Titans training camp preview. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, we are going to continue our 2022 Locked on Titans training camp preview today with the front seven. Before we get into it, I want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You are going to find the Locked on Titans podcast everywhere and always free. That includes the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe there. Smash the notification bell. Throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching right now. It goes a long way to help support the channel. Also, check me out on social media, on Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans. You're not going to want to miss the film breakdowns that I do throughout the season. Check out the show Facebook page, at Locked on Titans Pod. We are back to five days a week. Titans training camp starts next Tuesday. The rookies are going to report on the 23rd, which I do believe is Saturday, if I don't have my dates mixed up. Football is here. Can't wait for another season. It'll be my fourth season hosting the Locked On Titans podcast. Thank you guys all so much for the constant support. But diving into the Tennessee Titans front seven. I want to point this out. I mentioned it on an episode earlier this week. But uh, Warren Sharp does a really good job, in my opinion, covering the NFL. He's got his own website, uh, Sharp Football Analysis. And they did a ranking of the top or the front sevens in the NFL. And the Titans came in at number 20. I'm sorry, guys, but when I did my notes to go through the Titans' front seven for our training camp preview, I just left completely flabbergasted how you could go through even the locks section, which we're getting ready to dive into, and think that the Titans have a a bottom 12 front seven, bottom 13 front seven. Just blows my mind, you know? And for a guy who I think is pretty smart, Warren Sharp, you know, I usually tend to agree with his analysis or at least how he comes to his conclusions. I was just shocked by that. This is the strength of a football team that just got the number one seed in the AFC last year. And they're the 20, I mean, Mike Vrabel truly must be an absolute wizard or have magic. Maybe he cut off the piece already. We can't tell. How are the Titans this good if this roster is just so bad? Yeah, people just seem to completely miss the mark on the Titans every single year. But I just wanted to bring that up because it's completely asinine. Look at these players in the lock section of the Titans front seven. Interior defensive line. Locks to make the roster, in my opinion. Obviously, Jeffrey Simmons, who I believe is the second best interior defensive lineman in the NFL behind a top five all-time defensive player in Aaron Donald. 
I'm going to put Danico Autry in the interior. He plays on the edge. He'll play 4-3, hand-in-the-dirt defensive end. He'll play outside linebacker. But when the Titans get in their sub packages and in their nickel and their dime, which they have to be in most of the time to combat NFL offenses going uh, with three wide receivers and four wide receivers, Danico Autry is going to rush from the interior. So we'll, let's just clue to him in interior D-line, but it could go both ways. So Autry and Simmons, nasty. Eight and a half sacks for Simmons, nine for Autry. Great duo up front. And then you have the rotating nose tackles. You have Tier Tart and Naquan Jones. I think those guys are locks to make the team. I think it would take an injury to Jones or Tart to knock them out of that lock category if they were just injured throughout training camp and it didn't look good into the season. They aren't expensive enough for the Titans to just keep them on board throughout. I think they would have to maybe consider moving on at that point or trying to release a guy, get him back to practice squad, what have you. But moving forward to the edge, we got Harold Landry, Bud Dupree, Rashad Weaver, and Ola Adaini. Those are my four locks. I know Ola may seem like a surprise in there, but what he brings on special teams, nearly being a pro bowler, and I thought he should have been last year on special teams, but he still added some contributions as an edge rusher. Now, I wouldn't want him to be more than maybe my fourth rotational edge rusher behind Weaver and the two starters. I would prefer him to maybe be my fifth guy in that rotation with a, a, a strictly pass rush only specialist as my number four rusher or maybe number three at that point uh, with Weaver as the primary backup with that pass rushing role of veteran, like maybe Ryan Kerrigan, something like that. No, you never know. So Ola's value as a backup pass rusher, but then, of course, that incredible value on special teams makes me think that he is a lock on this team. Shout out to Ola, friend of the program. Appreciate you, uh, big guy. You're going to be a pro bowler this year. I believe it. Just nasty special teamer. Uh, not only on the things that you would think of, but blocking on punt. I've got a, a rep in my mind specifically that I put out last year of Ola just dominating on special teams. So I think he's a lock. At linebacker, the most underrated player on the Titans, period, is David Long. Madden rated him a 71. I mean, it's Madden. Madden's garbage every year. We buy it because they have a monopoly on the market, but they do a terrible job staying up to date with who's the better players in the NFL. David Long, a 70. I mean, tell me you don't watch football without telling me you don't watch football. But either way, David Long, healthy. Zach Cunningham, Locke. Monty Rice, in my opinion, lock. They're not going to give up on Monty Rice, even with the uh, Achilles injury from last year. They're not going to give up on him yet. So those are my locks for the front seven. Simmons, Autry, Jones, Tart, Landry, Bud, Weaver, Ola, Danny, David Long, Zach Cunningham, Monty Rice. David Long's got to stay healthy this year. Rashad Weaver's got to be on the field and be an X factor. They need him to take a big step this year. As a lot of you guys know, my, my current greatest hot take that, uh, People seem to disagree with the most is that Bud Dupree will be cut after the season to save the Titans money on the cap. If that's the case, a guy like Rashad Weaver could be a primary backup. And he was training with Bud Dupree earlier this offseason. So I think that could be a, um, if Rashad Weaver proves it, of course, that could be an easy slide in and Rashad Weaver be the starter next year. Or maybe it's something they would attack early in the draft. But either way, that's what I see from the front seven right now. Those are my locks and who looks at those players who knows what they're talking about and says that's a uh, the number 20th best front seven in the NFL? 
Give me a break. Either way, we're moving forward to the bubble guys, which I think is a very interesting conversation, uh, especially on the interior defensive line. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bar in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. You get the best of both worlds with Built Bar. You get all the health benefits that you want from a protein bar. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, but you get all of the benefits also of a candy bar. Most protein bars are crumbly. They're um, dry. They fall apart on you. They're hard to choke down. Not the built Bars. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They have a ton of delicious flavors, different textures, like the uh, coconut brownie chunk puff. You get the crunchiness of the chunk. You get that marshmallowy taste and consistency with the puff. And then an all-time favorite flavor, especially within the host of the Locked On NFL uh, shows the coconut brownie. I mean, people will cape for that flavor all day long. So try some for yourself. Go to built.com right now. Use the promo code locked 15. You're going to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. Titans fans, we are going to continue with our training camp preview. We are talking interior defensive line, edge and linebacker, the front seven for the Titans defense. I just went over my locks to make the roster. Now we're going to talk about the bubble. Before we get into it, though, do want to tell you guys that I appreciate you making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, I think you guys should really check out this cool project that Locked On and Bet Online are doing together. They put out a list of the top 50 most valuable NFL players uh, based on how they move betting lines. And there are two Tennessee Titans on the list. The one that came out today, Thursday, was number 20 through number 11. The last Tennessee Titan on the list is going to be coming out in this grouping. Derrick Henry was at number 21, which, like I said, I think is incredible respect. He was above some starting quarterbacks in the league and was the highest running back. So I, I, I appreciate the respect. For Derrick Henry even coming off the injury. The next Tennessee Titan, the last Tennessee Titan is in this group. I encourage you guys to go check it out. And I think there is some disrespect with that one that I'll talk about on tomorrow's show so I don't spoil it for all you guys. But make sure you go check that out. It's going to be on the Locked On NFL podcast feed and the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Moving forward into these bubble guys, we'll start with the interior defensive line again. And this is where some interest comes in. Because I think there are going to be four locks on the interior defensive line, I think there's only two more spots. I think six interior defensive linemen will be kept if you count Danico Autry in that group, which for counting purposes, I have. So you have Simmons and Autry, and then you have Naquan Jones and, and Tierra Tartan. Those are going to be uh, guys who can play nose tackle for you. And, and they've shown the ability to maybe kick out, play some three technique, play along the defensive line a little bit, but you're going to want them on the interior when they're primarily playing. What you need now for your next couple backups are people that can back up Danico Autry, people that can back up Jeffrey Simmons, maybe play a little bit more three technique, play a little bit more five technique, four I, things like that. And that's where you're going to look at guys 
like a Larell Murchison, six foot two, 299, 294. You're going to look at a guy like Kevin Strong, who had some experience with the Titans over the last few years at six foot four, 295 with four years of experience. A guy who I'm interested in seeing is Deshaun Hand, a guy who came from Alabama four to five years in the NFL, six foot three, 297. All those guys are about that size, and they want to be able to maybe use them a little bit on the interior, but also allow them to back up a Simmons, back up an Autry when they're on the interior. The Titans like to do a rotation with their defensive line throughout the games, um, maybe once or twice in each half. They want to bring in a backup defensive line to try to keep everybody fresh. So who are going to play those spots? And I think those are the guys who are on the bubble for those spots. Murchison has been with the Titans since he was drafted. Uh, he does a good job, but I'm less impressed with him than some other people out there who cover the Titans. I think that Murchison right now, if anybody asked me who would be a surprise cut for the Titans, my answer is Lorel Murchison. Now, they're not going to save a ton of money, but he doesn't cost a lot of money either as a, a fifth-round draft pick. I do believe it was the fifth round. thinking fourth was a little too early fifth round for Lorel Murchison. Um so if there was a guy who would get cut, and I would say it would be a surprise, there aren't many candidates for the Titans. I think Swaim and Murchison, maybe Jamarco Jones would be a surprise cut because people are saying he's, you know, the coaching staff was saying he's competing for a starting left guard position. I don't think that's going to happen. But if I had to give a realistic surprise cut, for me it is Lorel Murchison because one of these long shot guys, every year an interior defensive lineman who was an undrafted free agent, the last that you look at, Isaiah Mack, uh, Tier Tart, Naquan Jones. Every year, it seems like there's an interior defensive lineman who's an undrafted free agent who finds a way to carve out a role. And I think with the four guys who I said are locks, Murchison could get squeezed out, but he's certainly on the bubble. And I think that if there was a betting favorite, if we had to handicap whether Murchison would be on the roster, I think the, the favorite, the odds are that he would be. But I'm just saying, that would be a guy who could potentially be squeezed out. Kevin Strong, been with the Titans um, throughout last year a little bit. I think there's familiarity there. And a guy who's a veteran being, you know, four years in the NFL. I think that, that the Titans will want one veteran like that. They've had Murchison, who's been a young player on the rookie contract. And then they've had a Jack Crawford. They've had a Kevin Strong. They've always had a veteran guy who kind of plays that backup role. Crawford was asked to do a little bit too much in his time here, but shout out to Jack. Um, so I think that a guy like Strong in hand, again, a guy who's got multiple years of experience in the NFL, in this system, maybe they keep one of those guys. I think there will be a battle between Strong and between Hand. I think Strong ultimately probably wins, but Hand is super interesting to me with his pedigree out of Alabama. So I think Strong or Hand, one of those guys will get a spot. Murchison could be on his way out. I doubt it, but that would be a guy to watch. Moving to the edge, the bubble, for me, there's not a lot of activity on the bubble for edge because we have four guys as locks, and I think the Titans are only going to keep five, maybe six outside linebackers at at maximum. I think it, I want it to be six, but I think it's going to be five, and I think that last guy who gets a spot, and you could call him a D lineman like, like Danico Autry. I could see him playing a little on the edge or playing as a defensive end in a four-man front, or playing a little bit of five technique, maybe rushing from the interior. Demarcus Walker, a multi-year guy who came over uh, from Houston. He's had success in the league. He's had sacks in the NFL. He's a guy who's produced pretty well. Obviously, the Texans' defense has not been great the last few years, so maybe everybody got a little diminished returns 
from being a part of that group. I think Walker could be a guy who absolutely makes the team. And I would like to see Walker be that, that fifth guy on the outside. Or if you want to count Danico as the fifth outside linebacker edge guy, then you can count Demarcus Walker as the a guy on the interior defensive line. However you want to shake it out with Autry and Walker. I think both of those guys could have a, a big role and do similar things for the Titans. I think Walker is a good chance to make it, but I definitely can only say that he's on the bubble. Another guy is David Anini, uh out of Houston, the undrafted free agent edge guy. He's small. He's only like 245, 248, 250, six foot two. Not small in terms of length or, or height, but small in terms of his size. He needs to put on mass. He's not going to be great against the run, but he's got explosiveness. He's got bend. He's got long arms for a guy his size. He's got all these prototypical athletic traits that you want in an edge rusher. And I think he could be the new Derek Roverson, a guy who's purely a pass rusher. He's got a ton of work to do on building up his frame and being a run defender. But a guy who has some pass rush skill that, if honed correctly, could be a very valuable rotational pass rusher early in his career for cheap. So David Anini is a guy who I don't think makes the team, but because he could command that new Derek Roberson role, I have to put him on the bubble. And I hope, I hope that he gets an opportunity at linebacker. Dylan Cole, purely a special teams guy, in my opinion, but could be a very valuable special teams guy. So he's got a great chance. And then you got the two rookies. You got Chance Campbell, who was the draft pick, and you got Jack Gibbons, who was the undrafted free agent. I think one of those guys makes the team out of Campbell and Gibbons. I think it's going to be Campbell personally. And then I think the Titans will look for that other linebacker spot to be a special teams player. But if Gibbons and Campbell can both prove that they can play special teams at a competent rate, just as good as Dylan Cole, but they have higher upside as an actual linebacker that plays on the field, Monty Rice is coming off an Achilles injury. There is no guarantee that Monty Rice is going to be ready to be the primary backup linebacker uh, behind Cunningham and David Long. So if that is the case, then a guy who has more of a linebacker pedigree and I have more faith could actually play some defense and not just special teams like Campbell or Gibbons, that would give them a better opportunity. So if Monty Rice is coming back slowly in training camp, I think it gives a better chance for Campbell or Gibbons to make the team. So those are my bubble guys. We're going to go into guys who I think are long shots to make the team. But like I stated before, interior defensive line, I think there's a better shot uh, than some other roster positions for one of these long shots to actually make the team. Uh, before we get into that, though, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first to listen every day. Make sure you guys also check out the Locked On NFL podcast free and available on all platforms, including the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Get all your Titans news here with me in under 30 minutes every day. Get all your NFL news in under 30 minutes every day as well with the Locked On NFL podcast. Titans fans, we are going to cap off this uh, fourth installment in the 2022 Locked On Titans training camp preview going through the entire roster. If you guys missed quarterback, running back, uh, fullback, or special teams, that was our first installment. We did wide receiver and tight end second. Offensive line was third. And now today, the front seven of the defense. Tomorrow, we're going to cap off the week and cap off the training camp preview with the defensive backfield. So make sure that if you missed any of those, you go back and check them out. 
Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss our final installment with the defensive backfield tomorrow. But moving forward here, we got to talk about these long shots in that front seven. We've gone over the locks, gone over the bubble. At interior defensive line, we'll start where we've started the last two sections. You got the undrafted free agents. You got Haskell Garrett from Ohio State, 6'2", 300 pounds. Guy who can quickly penetrate gaps, shoot the gaps. And that's what the Titans like to do on the defensive line. So he's got a shot there. He's got a shot. Again, if somebody like a Naquan Jones or a Tierra Tart suffered an injury or just had a terrible training camp for some reason, I think a guy like Haskell Garrett could slide into one of those roles. Likewise, in a, in a different kind of way, you got a guy like Peavy coming out of uh, Texas A&M. Or, uh, yes, Texas A&M. Uh, Jaden Peavy, six foot five, 308 pounds, another undrafted free agent. He is a long, he's more of a, a, a guy like a Demarcus Walker, like a, a Kevin Strong type, you could say, who could maybe play a little bit further out, but also play on the interior as well. He's got long arms, got a lot of physical talent. He, he was a highly recruited guy, didn't really work out and ended up undrafted after college, but he's got a ton of natural talent. If the Titans can harness that, a guy who, like I mentioned with Deshaun Hand, a guy who you think has a lot of talent but just hasn't been able to catch on. PV has a lot of talent but wasn't able to be drafted. I think he's a guy who could slide in if he shows all of his physical talent and has a very good training camp. Again, the interior defensive line, I think there's a better chance than any for a long shot to make it. Now, uh, I do got to mention an interior defensive lineman who I think has less chance to slide in, and it's uh, Sam uh, Okuananu. From uh, Maryland, undrafted free agent. He's an older prospect at 24 years old, only six foot one, about 269. So he's significantly smaller than a lot of these other guys who are competing for those interior defensive line roles. And that just makes me think that if, if you're undersized, you're an older prospect, you got other undrafted free agents with higher pedigrees who went to you know better programs for college football, it's just going to be tough to break through. At that time. So I would say Garrett or Peavy maybe do have a chance to make the roster if some guys above them really underperform. If a Murchison is cut, if there's an injury to somebody I think is a lock, that would be an opportunity for them to slide in at least early in the season. Remember, the 53-man roster is is fluid. It's not just going to stay the same throughout the entire year. So a lot of these guys we're going to see come and go, practice squad, 53-man roster throughout the year, but really just talking about that initial 53-man roster, these guys would have a shot if the circumstances do dictate it. At edge, the only long shot that I really have, and maybe maybe a ninny should be in the long shot category, but I just like him as a prospect. But Justin Lawler, a guy who's been in the NFL for a few years, played with the Rams for a little bit, really just a special teams guy. And I think when you have a guy like Ola Adaini, yeah, you want to push Ola and make sure that he doesn't think he's just got a roster spot locked down. But when when you have a guy like Ola, Danny, who's nearly a Pro Bowl player on special teams, an outside linebacker at edge, you don't need another one. You need guys who can actually, you know, play outside linebacker. That That's my thing. If you want to have a guy at a position like inside linebacker, like edge rusher, like running back, who's purely a special teams guy, like a Trenton Cannon, like a Dylan Cole at linebacker, like a Ola Danny. 
You could only have one of those guys, in my opinion. Same thing with cornerback or safety. The Titans have A.J. Moore. Well, if they have A.J. Moore at safety, who's purely a special teams guy, then the other backup safety behind Hooker and Kevin Byard has to be a guy who can play safety. Last year, the Titans had Dane Crookshank, who could actually play safety and allowed you to have Ibrahim Camel or Matthias Farley. That's how that works. So, to me, the Titans can't have a Justin Lawler on the team because I do believe Ola Daney is a lock, and he is that guy. That you have Bud Dupree, you have Harold Landry. Probably only going to have five outside linebackers. Okay? You have Bud Dupree, you have Harold Landry, you have Weaver. We need some other guys who can actually, like, play outside linebacker. So, like uh, a Demarcus Walker, maybe. Uh, Danico Autry can do that, so maybe you count him there. But then you're going to need to fill that void on the interior defensive line. So, you keep a Demarcus Walker. So, either way, it works out there. Five. Well... I don't think that you can have six guys at edge and have Lawler and Olas, two guys who are just primarily special teams. That you need more edge talent than that. So you got to be careful about how you work out the math. That's really what I've been talking about throughout the entire training camp preview is how the math works out. So Lawler, Justin Lawler is a long shot to me. And that inside linebacker, Joe Jones, I know he's a guy who has favor within the organization. They keep him around. And I like to see him on the practice squad. So he's a guy who can be called up if the Titans need him because he can provide a little versatility. Um, but he's just not a guy. I'd rather take a chance on Chance Campbell or Jack Gibbons. And I think Dylan Cole is a better special teams player. So uh, for me, Joe Jones is at the, at the long shot category for inside linebacker, but a guy who I hope stays with the organization. That's what I want. I hope he ends up on the practice squad at minimum, but that's going to do it for me today. Another installment of the Locked On Titans 2022 training camp preview. Uh, It's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked On Titans.